Night Boogie, also known to Jersey Heads as Funk and Night, is a dope artist hailing from the Brick City. Possessed with an energetic flow and sharp wordplay, Knight can bless any beat, but sounds best over those grimy boom-bap beats. A talented producer in his own right, Knight has quickly dropped two quality solo projects, Hunt, Kill, Eat, and the Heimlich Maneuver, both available on his band camp. Knight, you're one of the first artists I met way back in the day, and I always appreciated how you guys let me crash your sessions at the Triple Deuce Mansion back in the day. So Knight, man, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Thanks for having me, sir. I'm I'm good and good talking to you again, B. Of course, man. It's always great to catch up, man. You know, um, I love the uh, Heimlich maneuver. You know, been listening to that, and I really think that a song like Running with Scissors is just a great encapsulation of who you are as an artist. It's it's got <laughs> like that reckless mindset you have, your charismatic delivery, and the deep lyrics. You know, when when you look at a song like that, you know, how does a song like that come together for you? Oh, I kinda, it's kind of weird explaining it, but just like you said, I'm kind of introducing who I am. Like, this is me. I'm retarded. I do dumb shit. I do fucked up shit. Sometimes I feel sorry about it. Sometimes I don't. I guess that's the song. Running with scissors is kind of you just reckless. You're a reckless person. And sometimes I can't be that. Yeah, man. How do you embody that in real life? What, being a reckless person? Yeah, man. No, you don't do it on purpose. You just kind of drink a little bit, and then you start doing dumb shit. <laughs> you just kind of, you just kind of take a couple of shots of sun, and then yeah, you'll embody it. You'll embody it, all man. What's the last regrettable thing you did, man? Like the most recent? Oh shit! Last regrettable fucking thing I did. I don't know. I can't think about it. I'm, well, actually. I'm pretty sure I was drunk, but like, uh, you know, you wake up and you don't remember nothing. I'm kind of like, sure, I'm pretty sure I did something that, that I shouldn't have done last night. <laughs> so, do I remember doing it? No, but I'm pretty sure I did it. You probably did. Huh? I said you probably did. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And Goddamn right. Going through, going through your albums, man, and just knowing you, man, because, you know, I, you know, we go back to, like, 2003, 2004, man, so it, it's been a minute, and I've, I've kept up with your music all along the way, you know. I'm, yeah, I was, like, I think 11, 11 years old when we met. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, where do your ideas come from, man? You know, like, how do you get these song concepts together? And, and really form the basis for what you do, man, because I'm always impressed with your with the subject and the range and, and the wordplay and, and how it how it is, man. So how how do you, how do those ideas come together? Thank you, B. I appreciate it. Uh to be honest with you, with you I feel like you gotta be somewhat retarded. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta kinda be somewhat not fully among normal people to come up with the shit I come up with because I guess that's the I guess that's the secret. You you gotta kind of not be fully normal. So I'm kind of thankful for that. At what point you did know? you realize you weren't fully normal? All my fucking life, all my life, I know it was bananas. When I was a kid, something wasn't right with me, man. So yeah, I think everybody, I think everybody around me kind of like, hey, something's wrong with that dude. Like he's kind of cool, but yeah, something's wrong with that guy. And they're right. I'm fucking bananas. <laughs> and you're proud of it, man, which is a good thing. Well, you gotta. You, I don't know if I'm fully proud of it. What can I do? You are who you are. Yeah, man. Just know who you are, and that's it. Embrace it. And one of the punchlines, man, off 
of the Heimlich maneuver, man, that really stood out. This was on the song um, Act Loco, where you say, uh, your body count higher than the breast on a giraffe. You know, just completely uh, absurd, amazing, man. You know, what are your favorite Night Boogie, you know, AKA Funkin' Night punchlines? Oh, shit. Let me see a good punchline. Like, what are your favorites, man, that you've that you've come up with? <laughs> I don't know. I, can, I could think of a, a intellect punchline that I like. He says something about he leave you flatter than worm tits. <laughs> it's great. So dumb shit like that. But uh, Nightbook, I don't know. Let me think. I don't know, because I feel like I think of one that maybe somebody else said they like. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of one. Shit. Let me see. I can't think of point. Like, give me a minute, man. You know what I mean? Uh, let, let me uh, let me marinate on that one. You'll come back to it, man. Yeah, I'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you mentioned intellect, man. You know, you've been down with him and... Um, oh, pardon, pardon, pardon. I got one, I got one, I got one. Okay. I don't know if it's really a, really a punchline, like uh, like regular punchlines. It usually be a line and then you punchline. But the open line was, uh, I got a trick up my sleeve even with a wife beater on. Nice. That's the opening I guess that I don't know if that that counts as a point blank, but yeah, it's it's wordplay, man. It's creative. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. You, you know, and you mentioned intellect, man. Who you know goes by C's now, man. But you know, intellect, E mid. You know, you guys go back, man. You know, to the Manifest Destiny days. You were on the Manifest Destiny debut album, Hunger Pains. Um, oh yeah, you know, and, and anyone who followed that. No, that's not the debut. That's the second one. The first one is a lot like no one. That's so underground. Even I haven't heard of that one. You sure, dude? I've known those guys forever too, man. I've never heard of that. I think you heard it. a lot like no one is the first one. Yeah, man, I, I need to find that. Hell yeah! yeah. So you just send you this. Yeah, I'm going to as soon as we finish this interview. <laughs> Or not. You, you know, and what what does it mean to you, man? You know, to still be working with with dudes like Intellect today, and to still have those guys as as part of the network and and, and what you do, man. The fact that you know it could be all this time later, but you guys are still connected and still work together and still, um, yeah. you know, st- still still together, man. Like, what's that mean? We're we're family. That's like you telling me, oh, your mom still makes you fried chicken because you know. That's what we've done all our life. We're family. We make music together. We get drunk together. And that's it. We're family. And you know, that shit ain't changing. Motherfuckers might take a little break and not fuck with each other for a minute. But then, you know, you've you seen them again. You're hanging out with them again. and rhyming them again. You know, that's family. Yeah. And, you that's know, her. you know, I can attest to that, man, because, you know, when I was a young writer coming up, you know, I remember hanging out with you guys a ton and seeing you guys record, going to your shows with you, you know, documenting oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, I even interned with you guys for a little bit, man, you know, with the, with the merch and everything, you know. Straight up. And I saw how close you guys really were, man, you know. That kind of that kind of family atmosphere, that kind of closeness, man, like, you can't manufacture that, man. Like, that, like, that to me was one of the most authentic, you know, relationships I've ever seen in music shit good looking be it's real shit like anybody we're good sometimes sometimes we hate each other but mostly good 
Yeah, definitely. That's what family is, no? Yeah, for sure. It's been plenty of times I wanted to throw my brother down some stairs or something. I'm talking about like my real brother, but that's my brother. I love the shit out of him, you know? Same shit with all of us. You know, when you look back to those days, man, you know, Triple Deuce, you know, Manifest Destiny dropping stuff, you know, you working on solo stuff, you producing for them, they're producing for you. Like, you know, what do you look back, man, most on those days when you guys were, were all young in the game and working together? Like, what, what stands out to you from those days? Doing the shows, we did a lot of shows, a lot of performances, different cities that's bugged the fuck out. Like we was in Baltimore and we were lower the place in some cities to feel like, you know, it's about to be some retarded shit. And then, you know, we end up performing and then you see the table turning the crowd end up liking us because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we first got stages like, uh, eh, I don't know, we should do this. And then by the time we're done, we, you know, we're getting love from everybody. And you know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. And the live show was always dope, man. Like, you guys always had that energy. Um, and the energy was yeah. just that raw, real energy, man, that, that really, like, you know, was pretty awesome to see live. Yeah. The liquor had a lot to do with it, I believe. <laughs> that didn't hurt, you I'm know, sure. We had, to, we had to drink and shit like that before the show. Drink, throw up, get on stage, perform, and leave. Crazy shit. We did like I know like artists that do it all the time. Like whatever, you know what I mean? Do like two shows a night, three shows a night. That shit's crazy. Yes, yeah, no. Because you do one show and then your your voice is pretty much gone. Then you go you go you you on to the next fucking show. Like huh? You know, it, it's funny, man. You know, thinking back, you know, to those days, man. You know, one of the things that that really came up was that song Fifty Two Pickup, man, which was one of my favorite songs off that Hunger Pains album and it's one where you open it up man and just absolutely destroy it um, if people haven't heard that you know 52 Pickup off the Manifest Destiny Hunger Pains album you know when, when you think about that verse today man and that song and just the, the hypeness behind it man you know how do you feel hearing that today I probably I don't even know if I fully know the lyrics to that shit I haven't heard it in a long time really? but I know I, yeah, I haven't heard that shit in a minute, but I don't feel like I know the lyrics like trying to spit it. I don't think I, I know them shit. Five fingers, three deuces. Does that ring a bell? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know the beginning of it, but like the whole shit, I don't think I remember. Got you. So so what I suggest, man, if you're ever going to do that live, like bring me up on stage and I'll be the hype man for it. And I'll like, I'll fill in, man. Where, like you, Will you forget, man? I, I got you. No, sir. I think you should spit the lyrics and not do the fucking background. Because <laughs> you might know that shit better than I do. I do the fucking ad lyrics. Fuck it. Hey, man, if, if you're cool with me holding down, you know, the Funkin' Night personality for one verse, man, I'd, I'd be more than honored to do that. I'm more than cool with it. You could, if you could spit that verse, I'd love this fucking see you do it. I'll do the background. That's serious. I mean, dude, let's just set up a show just for that, man. A one verse show, man. I'll, I'll be there. That's it. Sounds good to me. You know, a song like Grenade, man, where you're talking about, you know... Uh, that shit's retarded, huh? It's crazy, man. You know, talking about, you know, just different women and everything. You know, how important <laughs> is it, man, that, you know, you you have so many different sides, you know, of your personality, but humor is something that you definitely do incredibly well as an, as an MC, man. You know, how important is it for you to have that element of humor in your music? 
I think it's important because just like you said, it, it, it's part of me as a person. So I try to, like, you know, I try to be everything that I am in, in the album, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just be one thing. You can't just be tough. You can't just be funny. You can't just be lyrical. You got to be a lot of things. Or, you know, why, why put out a whole album if, if every song is going to be the same thing? Exactly. You know, so, you know, I feel, I feel like people aren't one thing. So why why should your music be? That makes perfect sense. I got Yeah. So, so what's your writing process like? How does a Funkin' verse and song come together? It could be a million different ways. It's, it's, it's never one thing. Like, sometimes I could be at work, and then I think of a line, and of course at work, you can't really write a whole verse. So then I can't keep thinking of the line, then when I get home, if I even remember the fucking line, then I start the verse. Or sometimes I throw a beat on first, and then just listen to the beat a little while till something pops into my head, you know, different shit. It's not really, it's not really one, 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 you know what I mean? Like one idea for whatever happens, different ways the verse get ready. Sometimes not to a beat, sometimes to a beat, sometimes to a other beat, and then I record it over something else, you know what I mean? There's, there's no one way to go about it. Pardon me, for me. Are you recording this shit? Yeah, man, that's awesome, man. We got, we got it And all, then what are you gonna do? Then, you, then you're gonna write it down? No, nah, man, we're gonna run the audio, man. They're gonna hear that. Okay, I thought you was gonna write it down and write down burp, <laughs> <laughs> like right, whatever the fuck I just said to be like burp, and then he says burp, part of me. Okay, totally, <laughs> yeah, oh shit, yeah. yeah, but you're a talented writer, man. You know, you can't just put burp, man. Like, what adjective do you put in front of that, man? Like, I can't just put burp, man. You know, I need a little more description. What do you mean, a uh, uh, burp, a uh, belch? Could be. It's better, man. It's, it's more specific. Yeah, belch. Yeah. We'll go with that. Do you, do you Gastric have, So do you have a favorite way to write rhymes, man? Like, do you have a favorite writing process? No, no. No. Just whatever happens. Kind of whatever happens. Whatever the fuck happens. There's no process. It could be anywhere. It could be anything. I could be on the bus. I could be taking the shit. If the verse wants to... But I, I kind of know when I'm about to start writing. Because like I said, like I'd be at my job and then i think of a line. And then I go through a whole week thinking about a, a whole bunch of lines that I don't even use them. But then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start writing again because I'm thinking shit. That's it. And then I start writing for it. I, I go into spurts. Like, I go maybe three months that I go crazy writing. And then maybe another three months I do nothing. Gotcha. But I wish I could write every, every day for the rest of my life. But I do go through little spurts. Of, you know what I mean? Sometimes I guess I'm in the zone writing. And sometimes I just... Don't write. And I don't even think it's really a writing block. Like, I don't feel like it's a writing block. I just don't write. Like, don't even try to think of nothing. Just don't do nothing. No doubt. So, you know, when, when you put these albums out, man, I mean, do you have a specific plan for like, okay, I know I'm going to drop a project in April. Or do you just put it out yeah. as it comes, man, and it's really kind of spur of the moment and how you're feeling? Yeah, it kind of was just... Uh, with, with the Heimlich Maneuver, I kind of knew... I was going to drop it in December. I don't know why, but I said, I'm going to drop that one in December. But it's like, whatever. Everything on me is like, whatever. Kind of fly by the pants and, you know what I mean? Play it by ear and whatever happens, happens. I got like maybe, I got almost two more albums worth of music that I might put out. 
Cause I with, with like that Hunky Lee and Heimlich movie, they all kind of written around the same time. Like I went crazy. Like I think it was 2015. Like me, it might have been the day. It might have been January 2nd. I just started writing one day and didn't stop for like maybe three months. And then I, I had maybe three or four hours worth of music. Not that everything might be good to me, but I got a whole bunch. Of, you know, just wrote a whole bunch of music and I start. You know, having to mix everything. And then little by little, that ended up being Hunk, Kill, E, and Heimlich Maneuver. But some of that shit is old as hell, too. Some, like, I think shit on, on Heimlich Maneuver, I might have wrote even before I met you. Maybe. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, some of this shit's kind of old, but some of this shit is like a week before I put the shit out, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and and going back to the song Act Loco, man, you know, you say Evil Empire is the past, Troglodytes the now. You know, talk about that yeah. Troglodytes, man. You know, like, what, what's going on with that, man? Like, who is it? And, and what what's the, you know... It's a bunch... Man, you know something with that, too? I was actually Troglodytes before I was Evil Empire. And I didn't want nobody from Evil Empire taking it like, like I was a diss. I was just saying Evil Empire, yeah, that's the past. Troglodytes, baby, yeah, that's the now, just being honest. But the Chocolate Dice was actually before Evil Empire. I don't know if you, you know my people, Oxygen Fire. We used to be in a crew also called the Infrared Unit. That was a lot of years before Evil Empire. But I went to Boston for a little while, came back, and he hit me up one day. was like, hey, whatever. And then, you know, he's doing the Chocolate Dice thing. This is Oxygen Fire. I'm talking about, I said, you know what I mean? You're supposed to be part of this show. I said, okay, say no more. But yeah, Chocolate Dice, a bunch. You want me to name everybody? <clears throat> Like, it's like, what are you guys up to, man? Like, you know, it's 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 a it's a high energy collective, man. Like, I know that much. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a bunch of us. There's motherfuckers in, in San Francisco that's troglodytes. Canada troglodyte seeks from Canada. We got motherfuckers in Orlando, Paco Loco. We got people everywhere. Mostly Jersey, but we got oh Florida too. Phil G the nobody. Yo, you ever heard of Phil G the nobody? No, no. I mean, just I, Yo, I saw them. Through, I saw them featured, you know, through your projects, man. And, and fuck with that there. dude. That's my people. That's my people. I got a group with them too called Omnivores. I got two solo albums. That's the uh, Hunk Kill E and the Hamlet Maneuver. But I got three group joints: Evil Empire, of course, which you're a part of. Uh, Omnivores is me and Phil G, and the Mister Rhymes, which is me, Oxygen Five, and Tom Mambo. Yeah, like this this interview is really gonna be this long like you're gonna play this whole shit yeah man people are gonna love it man you don't edit the shit out of it nah not unless you give me something I gotta edit out man nah I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna say <laughs> so how do you, you probably you know, how do you keep everything straight man you know with, with the different groups you got and, and, and projects man you know how do you keep the ball rolling and the momentum going for each one and that's what you're supposed to do if that's what if you do music that's what you do you do music just do music so you can't no more I would do like another thousand groups and another fucking uh, thousand solo albums if I can before I leave the earth and, and, and that's the thing man that, that's that's definitely spoken like an artist man you know it seems like more like your goal man is just put the music out give it to the people let them hear it you know obviously it's, it's great let to make them judge it and let them judge it because I pretty much hate everything I do to, to some degree like I'm like ah oh, shit you know yeah, I could do better than this but then I put it out and somebody likes it I'm like cool 
so yeah, that, that's interesting, man. You, you so you really don't like a lot of what you do. Not that I don't like it, but I'm not. I think it, could, it all could be better. Like I hear everything, like I could have done that better, and it, and I hear every mistake in a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh shit! I could have done this better. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? I just sit there and pick my shit apart. But you know, people like it. I'm like, cool. No doubt, man. You know, so building off of that, man. You know, 2016 was obviously a really productive year for you, getting those two projects out. You know, how's 2017 looking? There might be another two. Hopefully, there's another two. Now you think about, it, I should have started. Well, how, how long we got to? Jan- no, January's done. Right, we're in February. Oh no no that that's that's why because because uh, Heimlich maneuver was six months after Hunk Kelly, maybe six months after the Heimlich maneuver I might drop something else. Nice. So what's six months after after December? Looking at like May June. May June maybe I drop something in June, just to be consistent with the whole six month thing. Nice. Yeah. Or maybe I drop one fucking tomorrow. Who knows? Hey man, either way I'll be looking forward to it, man. Good looks, brother.